Welcome to Socially Distant, Spiritually Close, a podcast dedicated to exploring the biggest spiritual questions of this complex and challenging moment. I'm your host, Rabbi Michael Knopf. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to everybody. So good to be with you this Shabbat. The Shabbat Parashat Kitavo, the Shabbat when we read from the book of Deuteronomy, the portion known as Kitavo, Yakitavo El Haaretz, when you enter the land, the portion begins that God has promised us. And Moses goes on to describe a ritual that will take place. Um, upon harvesting the first fruits of the land, a ritual that is uh, probably familiar, uh, even if you aren't, even if you may not realize it is familiar uh, to many of us uh, from the Passover Haggadah, uh, because the blessing that is expressed in that ritual here in the book of Deuteronomy is uh, repeated as part of the liturgy of Pesach. But Moses goes on in the parsha to uh, lay out um, a series of blessings and a series of curses that, uh, that either will um, befall the children of Israel uh, or um, that the children of Israel will benefit from depending on their ability to fulfill the covenant once they enter the land. And of course, the blessings are uh, extraordinary and uh, incredible things that we all yearn for and aspire to. Great blessings of sustenance and progeny and flourishing in the land. And the curses are horrifying, roundly horrifying. And they build up in a way to a crescendo in chapter 28 of uh, the book of Deuteronomy, culminating, uh, nearly culminating, I should say, with a really powerful one in verse 66. Now note, this is the, the, the worst of the curses, right? Because they're building up one upon another, starting from maybe the, the least curseful curse to perhaps the most curseful curse. And the most curseful curse is this, the life you face shall be precarious. And you will be afraid night and day. And you will have no certainty of your life. You will have no certainty of living. Another way of reading that is you uh, will have no reason to believe in your life. Baboker tomar mi ten erev. In the morning you will say, I wish it were night. Uva erev tomar mi ten boker. And in the uh, evening you'll say, I wish it were morning. Mi pachad levavecha. Because of the fear in your heart. Asher tifchad that you fear. Umimir. Because of the visions before your eyes that you see. Sometimes when I'm reading Torah, um, something 
I encounter just kind of smacks me in the face as so resonant to um, the reality in which I'm living. So, so, so deeply reflective of, of life as I experience it. And I, I don't know about you, but uh, I know that over the past six months, um, I've lived with a, a, a pervasive fear. You know, every time I go to the grocery store, um, the question of whether we're going to send our kids to school and, and you know, we're, we're among the few in uh, our children's school who are not sending their kids to school in part because of um, our, our ongoing concerns about, uh, about, about this virus, about, you know, when I, when I step into the office and there are other people there, uh, every moment feels very laden with, uh, with, with terror in a way, maybe that's a little histrionic, maybe that's a little dramatic, uh, and maybe you're not feeling it uh, that extremely, um, but we're, we're living just in a moment where it feels to me that the, that the general atmosphere and attitude in my house, in our community, in our city, prevalent through society, is just a pervasive fear. You know, I watched both the Republican and the Democratic conventions a couple of weeks ago. And in both cases, the subtext throughout was, we are all afraid of right now, and we are all afraid of what tomorrow will bring. And so here, I think the Torah reflects something that we all feel to be true, that pervasive unyielding, unending fear is a curse. It is hard to live in a world where there is so much we feel that we have to be afraid of. But I also think that within this curse, the Torah offers us the possibility for blessing, to turn that curse into blessing, a curative embedded in the text of the curse itself. Because the Torah presents this curse as something that God imposes on us as recompense for our sins. But it may be much more likely to be um, a, a, a recognition of a, possi a possible reality that we might live in. We might live in a time, we might find ourselves living in a time where there is just prevalent and pervasive fear. And so what do we do in those moments? Well, if you're anything like me, I find myself sometimes saying in the morning, I wish it were evening already. And in the evening saying, I wish it were morning already. Uh, in part, uh, in the mornings, I wish it were evening already because that's, you know, after my kids go to bed. And uh, in the evening, wishing it were morning already because, you know, I can't get to sleep tonight. But in that, I think, is an opportunity. Because what the Torah is offering there is that some of this is a matter of perspective. Because whether we are afraid and whether there is reason to fear may not be something that we have control over. But how we react to and relate to those experiences, those moments, that is something within our control. And so what if when the world gives us cause in the evening to say, I wish it were morning? What if instead we encountered the evening and said, you know, there is 
what in this evening to be for which to be grateful and to say i'm actually glad to have the blessing of evening and here are the reasons why this evening is indeed a blessing and when morning comes it might be natural to say you know i wish it weren't morning anymore i wish it would just be nighttime already wish this day would just end but what if we thought about what the blessings were of that morning and of that day and i guarantee despite what we might have to be fearful and angry over there are indeed blessings in that morning and in that day you know the text says here that part of the fear whether a cause or a result of the fear is lo ta'amin bechayecha you will not believe in your life but that to me also seems like instruction or opportunity because what if the response to a moment to a season of fear is to believe more to believe more in ourselves to believe more in each other to believe more in the possibility of our lives and in the gift of each moment and of each day to experience each moment not as an opportunity for trembling but as an opportunity for embracing that after all is what the root of ta'amin is amen emuna is about embrace and simultaneously about letting go so we let go of our need for control which in the curse it says vayu khayakha tluim your life that you face will be precarious but the truth is and this is where the letting go comes in our lives are always precarious the fear that we feel in the season is actually uh coming to the surface the reality of the world as it always is none of us are ever guaranteed a tomorrow and so that's where the embrace comes in ta'min bihayakha embrace let go of the sense of certainty perhaps the false sense of certainty about what we thought would be and embrace the moment and opportunity and blessing of the life that we have and when we do that we won't find ourselves wishing each night that it will be morning and wishing each morning that it will be night we'll come to say thank you god for this night and thank you god for this morning because in this moment i have i'm going to let go of what i don't know for certain will happen and i'm going to embrace what i do know for certain i have which is this moment this time this life this breath this opportunity for joy 
this opportunity for community, this opportunity for connection, this opportunity for service and for celebration. This has been Socially Distant, Spiritually Close with Rabbi Michael Knopf. I hope that this episode has helped you find a little faith and hope, enrichment and uplift during this complex and challenging time. If you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. Please also rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice so that others will have an easier time finding us and joining in the conversation. Socially Distant, Spiritually Close is recorded during virtual gatherings of my congregation, Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Socially Distant, Spiritually Close is produced by Dr. Gillian Frank. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Our cover art was designed by Judith Russian using a photograph by Miriam Aniel. I have been your host, Rabbi Michael Knopf. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.